Welcome everybody to Fergon the Freak. I'm your host, the Glorious League Freak, and today we are announcing a book launch. Our friend of the podcast, Jamie Smith, has written a book called The Caitlin Diaries. You can pre-order the book now, and it goes on full sale on the 20th of November. Uh, all of the details on how you can purchase the book will be within the episode description for this podcast. I sat down with Jamie and we had a really good discussion about what influenced the book, um, her time as a writer, and it was a fantastic discussion. Um, this is a really good book. I've read it. It's fantastic. It's very entertaining. If you're looking for a new book to read, this one's for you. So here is the interview. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. What I want to know about is when did you first start thinking about writing in a creative way? In a creative way? Well, I've always, um, I've always been a big reader. Mm -hmm. So I can't even remember. Like, obviously I started reading when I was young because that's what you learn to read. But I've always read Babysitter's Club, um, Goosebumps books, stuff like that, Fear Street. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I was pretty young the first time I read, you know, the series Twin Peaks? Yes. So I remember watching that with my mom, which I probably shouldn't have, but whatever, who cares? Um, so I watched that as a kid and then there was a spin-off book called The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer. Mm-hmm. And that was written by um, David Lynch's daughter, Jennifer. And I read that, I think I was like maybe seven or eight at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was my sister's book. So I just went into their rooms and like stole their shit all the time. <laughs> and that, I read that and that's what made me want to be a writer. Wow. And do you remember how old you were? Yeah, I was pretty young. I think I was eight, maybe. Wow, I was, that's amazing. I was young. Now, you've got a really interesting story about your father asking you what you wanted to do and you had one choice and then you went with another choice. Well, we – ever since I can remember, actually, when my sister was 18 months old mm-hmm. and my mum was pregnant with me, she, we had a two-story house and my sister fell out the window Oh wow. of the, the upper story. Mm-hmm. So she fell out the window, landed on, on our dog – and had to be airlifted. And um, I think it came from that, going to Queensland every year, going to, to Surface Paradise. Like mm-hmm. they, they bought timeshare at a resort up there. Mm-hmm. So we would go there every year, every holiday. So for a week, each holiday through the year and three weeks at Christmas. So one Christmas, I didn't see my dad a lot when I was a kid because he was mm-hmm. off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. And him and my mum separated, like, when I was four, I think. Mm-hmm. So one year he came to Queensland and he was like, it must have been when I was heading into high school because he said, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, oh, well, I, I don't really know. Like, who knows? He's like, okay, we'll go get the UA, the University Admissions book. And we'll go through it and you can see what interests you. 
And so I went through and at first I was like, oh, maybe a marine biologist. We were at Service Paradise. I was like, SeaWorld's up the road. There's a beach next door because the resort was right on the beach. Like there was the building and the beach. Mm-hmm. So I was like, marine biologist, you know, sounds all right. Not that I was ever smart enough to do that, but <laughs> whatever. So he's like, okay, cool. We'll go to SeaWorld. We'll meet a marine biologist. You can find out what they do. They can tell you. So he organized that. I have no idea how, but we went and met a marine biologist. They showed us around SeaWorld behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this. Like it sounds, it, it doesn't sound as good as the book made it sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we went back. I was like, oh, I think I want to be a writer. He's like, okay, well, you don't need a university course for that. I'm going to go get you a pad and paper and you can write. <laughs> and that, that was his way of supporting me, I guess. And it's interesting because, like, he said to you that the way you do it is you just start writing. And it's it's funny. It's the best advice. Like, if you want to be a writer, and it's the same thing if you want to do podcasting, you just start. You, you don't wait for the perfect moment. You don't wait for the setup. You just start getting stuff down, and you go on with it from there. And, and if you've got a gift for it, it shows it shines through really quickly um did did you know like from that moment did you start writing stuff down did you start creating different stories and and from back even back at that point can you see some of the beginnings of the caitlin diaries from what you were writing back then well honestly i think i was writing before that moment too when I was in, I think it was year four, I got chosen to go to a a writing course type of thing at a different school. There was two people from each Catholic school because I went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. There was two from each Catholic school sent to the school, this other school, to do the course, and we made a book out of it. So I, I knew pretty early that I liked writing, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was more like a thing that I liked to do, not something that I thought oh, this could be something that a career was made of because it seemed more like a hobby than something to make money out of. Yeah, yeah. That's what a job was to me, like you have to make money. Mm -hmm. So I always wrote from then and I think it, yeah, I think because I, I read The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer and that kind of pushed me to write different things like more grown-up things mm-hmm. so yeah it did start from there and I slowly progressed from like child black things to more teenage grown-up stuff mm-hmm. now the the Caitlin Diaries yes. you've been working on the first book in particular for over a decade yeah. It's been a real labour of love and it, it really is about love because, as you say, it's not something that you ever thought would see really see the light of day. It was something you just enjoyed doing, enjoyed writing and and building this world. And it's really cool because it, it really comes across as, as a world that you've created. These people feel real. These relationships feel real. Um it must be really amazing to be at this point now where 
you're releasing it and you've done a couple of pre-releases for people to review and the reviews have been absolutely outstanding. That must be incredible. It is. Um, and it's weird because I, I'm going to be real. This is the second take of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've never been someone who is into self-promotion or talking about myself. I've always been like, if I've done something nice for someone and they're like, oh, you did this really nice for me. I'm like, yeah, but remember when you did that good thing for me? Mm-hmm. And I've always tried to deflect from anyone complimenting anything I do because it just makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird when people are coming to me now of about something I've created and they're like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, really? Are you, yeah. are you sure? <laughs> and so it's like so bizarre to think that something that I've for over 10 years I've thought, even if no one ever likes this, it makes me happy. Yeah. So it, uh, it hasn't been something that I thought, oh, this will make me a million dollars. It's just been this makes me happy. Yeah. And, and so it must be really cool to – to have these characters you've built yourself and put together yourself, these relationships that you've written about for so long, now all of a sudden people are talking to you about them and they're talking about Caitlin and they're talking about Bentley and, and they're, they're, you know, all of these characters that you have in the book. Now they're having a conversation with you, almost like they're gossiping about something, you know, real people. And it's something you've created. I know. It's weird. Because it doesn't, it's not just a book to me. It, they're like real people. Mm-hmm. They have conversations in my head and I, I, I'm invested in their story now mm-hmm. because it's something that's been going for so long. And so I, I need this to work out. Like not, not the story to make money, but I need their story to work out. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. And now people are like, oh, like, I love Benley. He's so hot. Rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, really? You see him as a real person? Because I thought that was just me being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and, the thing about your writing. They, they, <laughs> they feel like real people. Like you flesh them out in a way that is really incredible when you read the book. And they uh, there's something, there's a gift you've got where you really make the entire thing. Like you don't just build a one dimensional person, you know, you build someone that's got a heart and a soul. And and I think that that's really creative and you've done such a great job of not only doing that, the main characters, but all of their friends and their family members and their acquaintances as well. It's so weird because I didn't know that um, I, or as a writer, the less the the lesser main characters, the better. Yeah, I didn't know that that people were like, oh, people get confused if you put heaps of characters. I'm like, but people have friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I found that weird. So I was like, no, I'll, I'm gonna make these characters. But you just need to think they're not all the same. People aren't the same, so characters aren't gonna be the same. True. You need, so you need to give them their personalities. So tell me a little bit about Caitlin and her her personality type. And she's 
She's the main character in the story, <laughs> but she's she's an interesting person as well. I think you know how like most people make a book and the main character is meant to be the protagonist. Yes. I feel like Caitlin is a bit of both. Mm-hmm. She's she's the protagonist for herself, but everyone else looking in is probably like, no, 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 you're a bit fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with her, she is seen in the books from an outsider's perspective of people around her that she has everything easy, she's perfect, her parents give her everything she wants, her life's really easy, and if anything fucks up for it, it's just because she is an arsehole. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't see the depth of her, like the her mental health mm-hmm. and her history, what she's been through. And so I think everyone is just like, well, you have all this perfect shit and you're just an arsehole. You're just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and the, the effect that she has on everyone around her is... I mean, it's pretty heavy what she puts a lot of the other characters through. Yeah, she... See, the thing about her is nothing that she does is from a place of spite or Mm -hmm. malice. Mm -hmm. She doesn't intend to hurt the people around her. Mm. But her sense of self-preservation is the most prevalent thing in her mind, even if she doesn't realise that. Mm she doesn't think that she's screwing other people over, but she yeah. just needs to make sure it's all right for her in her head. Yeah. It's not like she's calculating. No, no, mm. she's not. She, she, oh, unless like there are some things which obviously I can't be like, oh, she does this, but there are certain people in the book that she will do things for that are calculated to make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. And she will hurt other people that she doesn't care about to make sure that person that she does care about is all right. Now, tell me a little bit about Bentley because he's one of the characters you've got a lot of feedback about. You've got a lot of positive feedback about, which is really interesting. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about him because he is probably, he, he's definitely one of the main characters in the book and he, him and, and Caitlin have a really interesting relationship. Bentley is one of those people who he He's a bit of a riddle wrapped in an enigma. Like, everyone thinks he's one thing, but he's not. Mm -hmm. The same as Caitlin, but Caitlin's is internal. It's like a bit of a nurture versus nature type of thing. Caitlin is naturally fucked up, but Bentley had this upbringing that made him into this person that other people are scared of, but he isn't that scary person. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And and the way people react to him, it's really affected by how they perceive him. And the interesting thing is that 
with him and, and Caitlin, they, it, to a certain extent, they cut through a lot of the, the bullshit that's around each other and they really see each other at a certain level. But he tends to get a lot of negative things for the way he's perceived, whereas Caitlin, she doesn't get that negative feedback all the time. I think it's obvious that he, she could do the same things as Bentley, but because she is from this nice family, her dad's a detective in the police force, she's this nice little rich girl. And people are like, oh, no, she could do no wrong. Even though she, half the time, pushes Bentley to do the things that he does that people see as a bad thing because of his reputation. And I think that a lot of people see them as she's the person being manipulated. Mm-hmm. and But she's a really, she's actually a nice girl. She's just being led astray. Yeah. But they're wrong. I think Bentley's the nice boy mm-hmm. who has just been shaped to be this way because of the people around him and the way he's being treated. Now, this is a this is the first book in what is going to be a series of books. Um, it's it's a three hundred page book, so it is a, a sizable book, and it's released, I believe, on the twentieth of November. Yep, twentieth of November. Excellent. Like, and you, people can pre-order it right now on the CaitlinDiaries.com. Yes. Um, you don't need a PayPal account. You can just use your credit card, and it it goes through a system. It's all um, secure. Um, and yeah, I, it's it's ready right now for everyone to pick up. And it, when the twentieth rolls around, it gets sent out to everyone. It does. Are you looking forward to seeing the feedback when, I, like, I know you've got a little bit of feedback right now, but when, because you've had a lot of sales already, when all of those people start reading your book and you start getting that feedback, I mean, that's going to be really exciting, isn't it? I am. I'm so excited about it because, like, especially in this current climate of outrage, you know, like this outrage cancel culture, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see how a lot of people react to specifically the guys in my book mm-hmm. because they just say what's on their mind. They mm-hmm. don't care if they hurt people's feelings. They don't care if it's not politically correct. They don't They don't care because what guys who, because they're criminals, all, all of the guys in the book are criminals, mm-hmm. none of them care if they hurt your feelings. They don't care if they break the law. I can't wait to see how people react to it because they say a lot of like stuff that people would say is distasteful towards women. <laughs> mm-hmm. They say, they just, well, you've read it. I yeah, mean, what yeah. do you think about the way they act? <laughs> it, you know what? It, it's, uh, it's pretty full on at times, but I think that it is, I think there's a lot of realism in it and it really does. It comes across as though they're real people and they're real people from their environment that they're in. And I think that's what makes your writing so, so fantastic is that, you know, that this environment that all of these characters 
almost of it's like they've been brought up in it and you can see it by the way they talk to people and interact with people and the way that they think about themselves and other people and it's part of your creative process that makes this such a great book to read and i think that that's what people are going to really enjoy when they read the books um with the first one coming out in the 20th and then when you release the the following books as well i think people are going to love it I just hope that people go in with the mindset that they they want to be entertained. Yeah. It's yeah. not meant to be something that has a political statement. It's not meant to be something that tries to influence people about religion or tries to have a statement about domestic violence or tries to have a statement about religion. It, it's not any of that. It's meant to be entertainment. Mm-hmm. But I hope as well that the serious parts mm-hmm. are taken as such and the ridiculous parts are seen for what they really are, ridiculous parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some really good laughs in this book and uh, th- as you say, there are some heavy moments in the book as well, but they, they're all very well balanced and, and you do, do get the gravity of the more serious situations as well, which is, it's fantastic. Um yeah, so people can follow you on Twitter. Do do you have your Twitter handle there? Uh, one thing I didn't prepare for. It's all right. I can bring it up for you. Thank you. It is. Let me just grab it here. It is. Uh, let me find it. <laughs> it is Jamie Author. That is J A Y M E Author. Uh, they can find you there. Uh, if you go to the CaitlinDiaries.com and that has the Instagram account, that's got the Facebook account and it's got the Twitter account all in the one place. So if you want to follow you on social media, that's the place to basically go as the that Caitlin is, Diaries. That is the place. And I'm Thanks. active on them all. Yeah, I don't yeah, leave any active. of them out. Yeah, yeah. So um, thank you for coming on. It's fantastic no to talk to you. for having me. I'm so, so excited for you. This is such a great book, and you should be really proud of what you've put together. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't I tell you we don't do that? (laughs) (laughs) Jamie doesn't like praise, so make sure you go onto all of the social media channels and praise her and the book. (laughs) You are a monster. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, Jamie, and uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Thanks. Bye the book.